Hello yogis, welcome to the first of Yoga Freedom's podcasts. I'm going to be talking to you today about the importance of the breath um, in practice. Um, I always really emphasize the breath. I hope that you enjoy it. As my students know very well, I really do like to emphasize the importance of the breath in a yoga practice. Now, having had to move my yoga classes online recently due to um, the situation with the coronavirus, um, I found that not being able to hear my students breathing uh, was one of the most difficult aspects of teaching online. I can see you clearly, um, I can give direction and instruction easily, so that took a, a little while to get used to online, but it was something that I've been able to do. Energetically, I can connect and sense the ethos that's going on, but I really am missing the ability to be able to hear you breathing. Now, the breath is, as I've mentioned, really, really important. Yoga is uh, a practice of the breath first and foremost. If you are practicing yoga poses and uh, in the aim at trying to get deeper and deeper into a pose, you realize that you're holding your breath um, or just basically not allowing a free movement of breath so the breath is short uh, then you are really doing yourself an injustice. The breath is the catalyst really for awareness transformation. As you begin to hold a pose, your ease in the pose becomes apparent through the breath. You can uh, begin to sense the edges of your body, you can sense the depth of awareness moving into your body through your breath, the attention you give to your in-breath and as you follow the in-breath with your awareness, you'll begin to expand your awareness outwards, your senses, as I said, the edges of the body, the edges of the stretch, levels of comfort. And when you focus on the out-breath, then you're basically allowing yourself to really travel inside your body. Now with the breath you have to be able to be comfortable both to receive an in-breath completely and also to let go of an out-breath completely. When we are stressed or troubled in life the first thing that we'll do is to impede the breath. So that will reflect on your yoga mat and so as soon as you become aware of that, pra that practice on the yoga mat, that uh, tendency I should say to hold on to the breath in difficult situations or aka poses, as you become more aware of that on your mat then there's a chance that you're going to become aware of it when you're in your everyday life and you're getting stressed um, or maybe there's another emotion that's coming up. Now it's important that you recognize that that is, is a sign that your body is struggling in some way. Now, uh, so we don't want to just carry on ignoring the breath. We want to be able to recognize that the movement of the breath or lack of is trying to 
tell you something about either the situation or position that you're putting your body or yourself into. When we can recognize that in daily life as well as on the mat, then you can begin to adjust either the positioning of your body or change the situation you're putting your body or yourself into. So it becomes very, very insightful. Also, the breath has the ability to relate directly to your nervous system. And if you think about it, everything that we are perceiving, everything that we're taking in through the senses is being filtered through the nervous system. So um, it's really important to recognize the signs of what's going on there. You can also use your breath to rebalance your nervous system. So if you are feeling particularly lethargic on any given day, or if you're trying to sit and meditate, then and you're falling asleep, then if you do some breathing techniques and pranayama breathing, then uh, you're more likely to be able to sit in meditation for a while after that without the need to fall asleep. So it's very important if you're as well feeling stressed that you allow yourself to focus on a, a deeper exhalation, just slowing the breath down. And this in turn will begin to change your nervous system responses. It will allow you to come into the parasympathetic side of your nervous system where you can rest and renew, just calming everything down. So all of these things go on on your yoga mat as you're practicing. Now I can see when I'm watching people when they're struggling with a pose, when they're reaching for something that maybe the body's not comfortable with and it's good to have a name, it's good to work towards something but if you are struggling to get towards something and your breath is giving you the signal to back off because it's not free-flowing, it's not happy, and you don't listen to that, then you're not progressing, you're not making those transformations. Sometimes in life, the way forwards is by stepping back a little bit. So I'd invite you, as you practice your yoga, to instead of be pushing towards the breath and towards the posture. Allow yourself to really let the breath guide you. So find a place in any given posture where you're comfortable to sit with the edges of the, pos the posture, the um, safe side of any stretch. And if you can do that, what will happen is as you begin to hold that gentle stretch, your body will begin to relax because it will realize that you're not going to push it beyond its comfort and its limits. So the edges of the stretch will begin to dissolve and you'll begin to find an inner and outer length in that new place, the breath will begin to flow freely and smoothly. And then it may be that you'll be guided then naturally and through the intelligence of your breath just to extend and deepen a little bit more into the pose until you find those safe edges again, those comfortable edges again. And then as you hold there and you sort of marinate in the sensations that are arising, in the quality of your breath, then you can really begin to feel that your edges of your body start to dissolve. 
And you can find a new awareness where your awareness and the in-breath seem to move beyond the edges of your body into your energetic field, the field that is surrounding you. So this is where we begin to feel as though yoga releases us from the binds of a material life. You start to recognize yourself through the movement of the breath, through the porous nature of the edges. As you release into the breath, the edges of the body become porous and allows your attention and awareness to move beyond your physical body. It's worth remembering as well that yoga poses get more and more difficult just to give you new terrain to find the space of just described within. So if you're in a yoga pose and you've reached its limits and you've managed to reach its limits in the state I've just described, then you might want to choose a deeper version of that pose or a more taxing version of that pose. And then you'll start from stage one again with your awareness where you're just taking it to the very edges of those sensations, the safe side. You're allowing yourself then to marinate within the breath without any ego need to be pushing or reaching. And then As you sit there and the body relaxes, the breath relaxes, then you can start to move on a little bit more. The other thing to bear in mind is uh, the positioning and lengthening of the whole body. So whatever pose you're in, I always find it's really helpful to make sure that you can have a sense of the soles of your feet, uh, where you're energizing gently through the soles of the feet to engage gently through them and just allowing the awareness of your breath to reach into the feet. Now, as you work into the feet, there's a whole other podcast about this that I could do. But as you work into the feet with your awareness, you're taking control and care of your whole body. You're also making sure that there's you're not forgetting the intelligence of the breath in those areas of the body. So that will help to keep a subtle engagement. So as you relax into each pose, you've still got an engagement gently through the feet, a lengthening through the crown, a drawing up gently of the lower belly. And within all those engagements, you've got a sense of softness that your breath is able to move around and within. So with that in mind, I just thought I'd lead you through a little practice of cat-cow, just where you can begin to explore movement in the breath. And then I'll invite you to take a downward facing dog where you can begin to feel the energy of the earth and to feel the breath moving into the points such as the hands and the feet, just so that I can help you to recognize what I was describing about keeping engagement through the feet and through those areas with your breath. So to start with, just make sure you've got a safe and comfortable place to work with and that you've got no injuries or anything like that. No aches and pains with the lower back that Uh, could be causing a practice to be unsafe. So if you can just come to all fours, resting with your hands underneath your shoulders, 
shoulder width apart, your knees underneath your hips and you can either tune your feet to turn the toes towards the earth so that you're energizing gently through the soles of the feet or you might prefer to turn the tops of the feet into the mat so the soles of the feet are looking to the sky. Spread the fingers, spread the palms, have the middle fingers looking forwards to the top edge of your mat, little fingers moving to the edges and your thumbs to the center and as a rule distance wise you'd have the edge of your shoulder roughly middle wrist. So with that in mind, just allow a lengthening through your spine. You're looking down at the floor, finding length crown of the head through to tailbone. A little lift of the lower belly just to support the lower back and just become aware of the palms of your hands, either your shins if they're energizing the floor or the tips of your toes. And then as you begin to breathe, keeping the spine still, just allow your breath to work into your palms, into either your shins or your toes. And as you breathe out, remember those edges as you take your out breath back to your core. Breathing in gently to your palms, to the floor, to your shins or toes, maybe soles of the feet. And as you breathe out, allow that awareness to come up into your lower belly. You remain aware of the external breath, of the top of the in-breath and those sensations through the out-breath. And as you breathe out, just allow yourself to find that depth inside. So breathing in, expanding to the floor, breathing out to your core. With a little lift of the belly, this next in-breath is going to float the tailbone gently up and back and lift the heart. Don't crunch the neck, let the shoulders relax, still feel the hands, still feel the feet. As you breathe out, energize lower belly a bit more, take the tailbone under, chin to chest, push into the back of the heart. You're still reaching into the floor, bringing a softness to this as you breathe in, float the hands open into the earth, heart lifts, tail lifts. As you breathe out, tailbone under, draw the chin towards the chest. Just take a couple more to your breath. And you're allowing an awareness of the floor to remain as you take the in-breath there. Remains through the out-breath as you gather, tailbone under, chin to chest. Taking one more round. And then very gently with your next out breath, tailbone comes under, chin to chest. And as you breathe in, find a neutral spine. Now you're more than welcome to stay with that. Otherwise, we're just going to work towards downward facing dog. So hands stay in the same position. If your toes aren't inverted, just invert them to energize the soles of the feet. We're going to keep the knees quite bent to start with. So gather your navel towards your spine, keeping a gentle bend in the knees. Just push the knees off the floor as you lift up through your hips. Take the hips towards the sky. You're trying to keep a bend in the knees so you can allow a lift and length through the spine. 
Going back to the hands, feel the inner hands working into the floor. So first finger and thumb on each hand. Take that energy up the inner arms. You want to feel the inner arms working towards the sides of your head. The shoulders relax down your back and apart towards the edges of your rib cage as you gently lift up through your armpits. Coming up onto tiptoes, gather in the lower belly, just float your heart towards your thighs. So there's a gentle bend in the knees that's enabling you to float the tailbone up. And with the tailbone lifted, you're still engaging and lifting up through the armpits as you begin to take one heel down towards the floor. With the in-breath, come back up onto tiptoes, refloat your hips. As you breathe out, take the other heel down. So you're just lengthening through the back of that leg. Breathing in, just allowing your hips to float. Up onto tiptoes you go. And as you breathe out, keeping the lift of the belly, the lift of the tailbone, just begin to bring the heels towards the floor. They don't have to come all the way down and you're not locking your legs. So if necessary, to keep the length through the spine, you'll keep a bend in your knees. From that grounding of your hands, the grounding of the balls of your feet, just begin to take softness through the knees to allow the energy that you're working down into the floor to be sent upwards through your hands and arms, through the spine, towards the hips, the lift of the tailbone and then down the back of the legs, just energising your connection to the floor. Now try to breathe in as long as you're comfortable into those points. So the lift of the tailbone, the connection through the hands to the floor, the feet to the floor. And as you breathe out, remain aware of that and channel the breath and awareness into your lower belly. So again, you're breathing into the floor. Keeping the lift, breathing out towards the lower belly. Just take one more breath there. There's no tension behind the breath. You're aware that there's softness, so you're not sort of causing the breath to be jumpy through the tension in your body. So just soften the edges of the body enough to allow the breath free reign. If you hold on too tightly to the body, to the engagement, whether it be through the lower belly or energizing the floor, you'll begin to see that you're causing a bumpy ride for your breath. So you're just taking the throttle off a little bit, off any engagement and allowing the breath to lead. Just allow the breath to really guide you. And as you play with all these edges, you'll begin to see the power of the breath coming through to your awareness. Your next out breath will roll you over your toes, bring your knees to the floor, turn the toes out and bring your bottom towards your heels. Now you might want to rest with your hands underneath your forehead like one potato, two potato, wrist stacked and rest your third eye point there. If however your third eye comfortably reaches the floor, for a moment bring your hands around by the soles of the feet, let the shoulders relax towards the floor and just come into pose of the child. Notice the free movement of your breath in this rest posture. Should this not be comfortable on your knees, you can always choose to lengthen out onto your belly, arms down by your sides, elbows bent, palms up and just bring an ear to the mat. 
and just following the subtle movement of your breath. Just notice how it's changed from the more dynamic aspect. So there is a difference between being completely relaxed and the breath moving and having engagement but still allowing the breath to move. So it's a, a fine line between pushing and yielding. You're looking for that sweet spot where the breath is dominant, you've still got engagement, you can still feel the edges of the body, you can still sense the floor, your awareness with the breath is both internal and external. If you're laying gently on your belly, just bring your hands to rest underneath your shoulders. Gather your navel, push away from the floor and gently back into swan stretch for a moment. If you're in pose of the child, just bring your hands under your shoulders and from either swan stretch or pose of the child, bring yourself to kneeling. Swing yourself around so that you're sitting on your bottom and come to a comfortable seat. Now you might want to lengthen legs away, you might want to sit with your back against a wall, you might want to be cross-legged or any other pose that you're used to taking. Just rest your hands, palm upwards on your knees. Let the shoulders relax, the heart centre lift. Allow the chin to draw down a little bit, but also up and back. So in other words, you're lifting through the back of your crown. So as the chin dips, it doesn't fall to the chest. It sits working gently backwards towards the back of the room. It sits on a gentle shelf. And just close the eyes if you're happy to do that. Now just allow an awareness to breathe into the floor. So as you breathe in, just sense the areas of the body that are touching the floor. So you're not driving the breath downwards. You're relaxing your body around the breath. And as you subtly focus your attention on an area, your breath will follow. So just focusing with the in-breath down towards the floor, your, your lower belly, the breath will reach that area. As you breathe out, just focus your attention towards the heart space and that means that the breath will come up towards your heart and out through the nostrils. Breathing in towards the earth and out to the heart. Now, if you can begin to remember the sensations at the top of your in-breath and keep that there, that awareness, as you begin to breathe out. So you're keeping the energy of the in-breath, the energy of the floor with you throughout the out-breath. It will keep a sense of openness in your attention. As you begin to breathe in, Retain and keep an awareness of the sensations of the base of your out-breath. So you're breathing into the floor through the heart space. And you're breathing out from the floor towards the heart space. And you're aware of the memory of both ends. What this will do, it will give you a feeling of breathing in and out together almost. It will keep your body's energy centred and calm. So you're not collapsing on the out-breath and you're not over-lifting 
on your in-breath. You get that nice balance between prana and aprana, the movement of the breath. Prana being upward flow, aprana downward flow. Just the way the energy moves in the body according to the breath. Allow yourself now just to stay in this space for a moment or two. Just notice any shift in your perception. Any ease with the connection of your breath and the ability to be able to sit with the breath without the need to be controlling it. Can you witness the breath without having to drive the breath in any way? Can you step back from the breath? Recognize its power to be able to move as it needs to move and as it wants to move. So as you step back, control, the breath has your back. So that intelligence is with you throughout your practice. So when you're struggling either in life or on the mat, allow yourself just to step back. That sweet balance where you can let the breath come through and you can let it guide you as you move and as you practice. I feel welcome to stay as long as you like, knowing that you can come out when the time feels right. And I do hope that you have gained some insight from this podcast. And if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to contact me. Namaste.